is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. News for the Soul is now in its 25th year of broadcasting. Tune in live or visit the archives at newsforthesoul.com. That's newsforthesoul.com. Previously aired broadcast of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Nicole? Nicole? Uh, I'm going to call back. Well, hopefully we can hear me now. This has been glitch week. (laughs) Let's see if we've got (laughs) Kelly on. There we go. You can hear me, I take it, and I can hear you. Yes, yes. All I can right. Hear you, what I was <laughs> trying to say was <laughs> Wolf Wellness with Kelly. Let's bring her on to reintroduce herself, her show, and what's up for today? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> today I am going to talk about the death and dying process. So basically um, what I like to call transition when we basically leave our physical bodies. I'm going to talk about the energetics of that. And if we have time, um, I will um, discuss the energetics of grief and also what a ghost really is. Um, So first I want to with um, what happens when you're transitioning. So when someone is dying slowly, let's just talk about that. So when someone's ill and they're slowly dying, um, or, or I should say transitioning, because that's what really happens. Um, remember, we are uh, infinite souls, so the soul never dies. Our consciousness never dies. Our, our uh, awareness of who we are never dies. It just expands with every life we live. So when someone is transitioning, the veil is very thin, and also the the um, the person actually slowly starts transitioning out of their physical body. It's uh, it's really interesting. So I'll give you guys an example. So um, when my mother was dying, it was really that was one of the most profound experiences of my life. It was absolutely beautiful because that was the first time that I realized that you do just transition out into another frequency. And I saw her before her death talking to those who had passed before her, my grandmother, for example. Uh, It was really interesting. Um, She was always trying to get our attention um, to what was in the room that she could see that, you know, I actually could see quite a bit, but nobody else could. So it's it's really, really beautiful um, 
to to slowly watch um, a transition. It really does change how uh, I think you would feel about uh, life itself or even death. So another example is uh, I had a client with me one day and in my room, and a man showed up. Um, I he you know the the when when someone who's passed shows up, I can feel if they've ascended and if they've left their physical body. Um, and I should say that 99% of the time, but I was wrong on this one. So this man showed up in the room. He was very peaceful. He was beautiful. He kept telling me he was the dad. And I, I said, okay, you're the dad. I wasn't getting a name, but he did tell me that he wanted a message passed on to his family that the, his death was exactly what he chose. And the way he lived his life was the, what he chose as well. And so they should be at peace with that. And, but I couldn't figure out who this man was. And I saw him in my room here uh, about, well, maybe four days in a row. And then a friend of mine who was out of, this, out of town uh, with her dad, and her dad was in a hospital and he was passing, posted a picture of him, and that was him. And he was still you know, his body, I should say, was still alive. He was in the hospital. He wasn't audible anymore. But in those last few days before he passed, he he was seeking someone out who could see him, who could pass on the message. So when I realized that was him, I, I did tell my friend what, uh, what he said. Um, so, and then after he did pass, um, after his, his physical body was completely done, I didn't see him anymore. So he definitely um, ascended, I would say. So um, some things I want you guys to keep in mind is everything is frequency. Um, There is no out there. Everything is in the here and now. And once energy is created, it can never be destroyed. So try to keep those those things in your mind um, because we will be addressing those. So, Now, when someone is transitioning, how can you help them? Um, Well, a big thing, or I should say, let's talk about what happens and then how you can help them. So where someone ends up, the frequency that your soul ends up in after or during or when you pass is all dependent on how you feel at that time. So, you know, um, things like unfinished business. Um, anger, resentment, these can actually bring you to um, a lower frequency than you are in this third density right now. You know, ideally, we all want to ascend, right, into a higher frequency than the third density. So um, how can you help someone do that, right? The way to help them is to try to, uh, and I mean, this, this is what we should all do now. Like, don't wait until until just before you die, um, you know, forgive. Forgiveness transcends time and space. It is such a powerful frequency. Um, and, you know, just if there is any unfinished business or something that's unsaid, say it now, um, but say it with love because um, love also with forgiveness transcends space and time. So just know when you're transitioning, you're just changing from one frequency to another. So the soul never dies. And people who pass are literally three feet away. 
there is no, you know, the, the um, physical space is just an illusion of our holographic reality. Everything is in the here and now. So the people who have passed, your loved ones, when you talk about them, they hear you. It's really beautiful. So, uh, Nicole, um, do you want uh, any callers to uh, come in now? Uh, well, we've got one on the line ready to go. Want to take a call? Sure. 630, it's you. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, it's Dion. I'm calling in from Wisconsin. Hi, Dion. Hi, how what are can you? I do for you? Good. What can I do for you? Um, well, I um I have some trauma that I'm working on like releasing out of my body. Okay. Um, like, what are some of the best ways to do that? I mean, like exercise-wise, I'm I'm thinking. Okay. Or... Is this relating to grief, anger? Yes. Uh, okay. Is this relating to some loss or grief? Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Hmm. So that's that's a very good question. So let me ponder on this for a moment. So, if, you know, loss or grief, whether, you know, it was someone passed or whether, you know, a relationship ended, um, I think one thing is is perspective, right? Once energy is created, it can never be destroyed, but it can always be transmuted. So that trauma, that pain, you you can't, you know, there's no magic bullet for making it go away. It's, it's part of your growth. It's part of your transition uh, or transitioning into a, a, you know, a higher density. Um, it can be difficult. I'm not going to say that it's not difficult, but um, quiet time. Quiet time is a big one. Um, things to stay away from would be anything, any depressants, um, you know, alcohol is definitely not going to help. Um, you know, of course, in moderation, fine, but if, if excessive amounts will definitely not help. Um, getting outside is huge. And I know winter is here. I live in a very cold climate myself, but just any time you can just take a walk, just bundle up and take a walk. Um, so getting outside is is really is huge for that. Um, using your right brain is a is a really nice one. So I don't know if you do any art, if you paint. Um, uh, those things are really great. Anything writing is really good as well. Um, anything that yeah, stimulates that. Yeah, anything that stimulates that right brain. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of people in the world right now experiencing so much trauma. And, you know, I say this with the greatest compassion, but make these experiences work for you. Um, I'll just give you a quick example. So my fiancé passed away six and a half years ago in an accident, and uh, it was pretty devastating for me. And initially, um, I did not do things that were healthy for myself to get through the grief. And then I snapped out of it and started just 
changing what I did, but one thing that it did for me as the the grief started to fade and the trauma faded is um, it really, I realized how much I grew from it. It really made me dig deep into my soul um, to just try to understand how how life works, you know, why we're here. And it was, you know, I have to say, like, his death was a gift. Um, And, you know, a very wise woman a long time ago said to me, with every death or every loss comes a gift, an open door. So it's an opportunity. Um, Now, you're going to feel pain, and that's okay. Um, You know, forgive yourself for crying. Forgive yourself for feeling pain. Um, meditating is a good one. Um, you know, I know meditation can be tough when, when your mind is just racing. Any way to get that quiet time. Um, breath work is, is phenomenal. Um, if you can find anything on, on YouTube, it has lots of breath work. Um, gosh, there's just so much um, you can find online with breath work. Um, or if you can find somebody locally who's doing a breath breathwork workshop, um, breathwork is phenomenal. So, does that help you at all? Yeah, I just I know that like our issues are in our tissues, and um, <laughs> I worked. <laughs> it's either dis-ease or wellness, right? So, which path do you want to walk on? And I feel like going through the grief and the anger. I just automatically ended up in, like, season trauma mode, and now I'm snapped out of it. And I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you know, like, you know, like um, just doing more exercises to get back into releasing the trapped emotions, you know, like hip, like, openers. And I, I do a lot of yoga but, at, but mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I've come to terms with, you know, the anger isn't serving me. It's not serving anybody and just um, moving forward with that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I know everybody grieves differently or, you know, experiences loss or trauma differently. So I was just looking for more ideas. But, you know, I I probably could meditate more. That is one thing you mentioned I I I um I can work on doing so. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Best of luck and lots of thank love. Thank you. Your way. Thank, thank you. you. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right. So let's let's move forward here. So when. When someone passes, what, you know, we talked about this, what frequency will they end up at? And that is all dependent on what's going on in your life beforehand. Um, And also the illusion of separation, that we're all separate or that one person is better than another or, I am, you know, if somebody believes that, uh, you know, this group of people is, is just, you know, shouldn't be on this planet, that will also put you into a lower, a lower frequency uh, when you pass. So remember, we're all one. <laughs> and, you know, if there is unfinished business, take care of it now. If there's someone you've wanted, wanted to reach out to, reach out now. Uh, do it with love. Um, don't think about um, how it will go or, or 
what the result of it will be. It doesn't really matter. Um, once you reach out, you've that's unfinished or you've finished that unfinished business. Um, so uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about the different uh, frequencies. So we have. We have, so we have our, I'm going to refer to them as densities. So we have the third density, which is our planet. And then um, if you think of it in levels, even though everything is in the here and now, let's just talk about levels. So we'll have the fourth density, the fifth density, and I'm talking about the ascended. So the higher fourth, higher fifth, higher sixth, higher seventh, higher eighth, and so on and so on. And then we will have the uh, lower fourth, the lower fifth, lower sixth, lower seventh, and so on and so on. So the lower the density, the more duality. So if, if let's say, for example, we have, I, I really don't know how much percentage of duality we have in our density, but let's say 50%. If you went down to the lower fourth, it would be a much higher density. You'll need a physical body. <clears throat> in the higher force density, you also need a physical body as well. So some people, <clears throat> when they pass, are just not ready to leave this density. So they stay quite close. Now, depending on what, you know, what their uh, how they were, what their frequency was while they were passing, or even even a soul agreement um, that might put them um, into either you know a higher density or a lower. So the higher density, the upper fourth, um, the upper fourth is actually where <laughs> uh, fairies, elves, things like that exist. Uh, they do share this planet with us. And um, uh, I see them quite often. Um, they do love humanity. But if you went to that upper fourth, you would be uh, very connected to their reality, which would be really beautiful. Uh, let's talk about the lower fourth. So the lower fourth density has a lot of duality, a lot of um, negativity. Um, it's a very, very physical um, uh, how can I put it? It's a very physical um, reality. And so it doesn't really look all that different. Remember, if your reality is holographic, you've created it. So uh, a lot of those people in the lower fourth are creating a reality that looks very much like this one, like the one when you were alive, but it's, um, it's, it's, it's just a lot more negative, a lot heavier. And so quite often, people who maybe had a sudden death um, don't know that they're dead. Um, so I clear homes and businesses uh, energetically, and I go into, you know, I guess what you could say, haunted houses, and I clear them. And I see, I'll see discarnate spirits, that's what I call them, the people who end up in the lower fourth density. Um, I give them the choice because you you have to let they, you have to let them decide because the laws of the universe uh, one of the laws free will. So I give them the choice to ascend, um, or if they don't want to ascend, I you know energetically clear the place so it's the energy is too high for them to exist there. So how does that happen? How do they end up? Right. Um, and this would be what we would consider a ghost. Right. So how do they end up in our density? Um, 
sometimes through someone who attracts them in. So maybe uh, there's someone quite often people who are uh, drug addicts and alcoholics. And it's not always the case with just them. But quite often um, their vibration is so low that they really connect with their this lower vibration. And basically they literally open a door between the densities for this uh, for this discarnate being to come through. Um, and uh, so now are they harmful? Now I know we see these YouTube videos and, you know, we see these, these videos online and these TV shows about these hauntings. I, I have to be honest, I've never had anything thrown at me. I've seen things move, but I've never had anything thrown at me. Um, I've never felt, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, I felt a really heavy, dark presence, but I've never felt like it could hurt me. So, uh, what they do is they do play on, on people with their fears and they love to enter your dreams, actually. Uh, that's something they really love to do if they're in your home. <laughs> So, but they can hurt you. And the more neutral you are, uh, the more they actually don't like being in your presence. Um, they, they quite often they leave. Uh, neutrality is something they really, really dislike. Um, so, uh, Nicole, are there any online questions at all from anybody? Uh, rest of the callers are just listening right now. We're still uh, kind of refreshing the board. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no worries. I'll just, uh, I'll keep it. Do you have any questions, Nicole? Uh, I'm in multitasking mode, so I would... Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I understand. <laughs> we have, we have okay. some stress to deal with there. Okay. I'll just keep going. <laughs> so um, I just want to do a little overview of everything I, I said. So um, when somebody is in the process of transitioning, um what they will do is they will just move to another frequency. They can ascend or they can descend, depending on what their frequency is when they when they pass. And uh, and then of course we talked about um, discarnate spirits, people that end up in that lower fourth density. So I want to tell you, I've seen a few people cross. Um, uh, you know, in my time, and I've had a few, um, so let's just talk about this. This will be really interesting. So I've had a handful of clients who have had um, an aspect of them from a previous life that ended up in that lower force density. And this aspect of them will show up. Uh, for why do they show up? I couldn't even tell you. For whatever reasons, maybe some synchronicity with everything comes together and they just know that I give them the opportunity and I will give them the opportunity to cross. Most of them have. I've had a couple that didn't want to, so then I just change the frequency of the room and, of course, have the uh, client on the table work with me as well with that and then they leave. Um, so many of these people, many of these discarnates have told, some of them have told me that it is a, uh, a soul agreement that they end up there because there is a lesson with every frequency that you experience. And those lessons and that wisdom is always in your bioenergetic field around your body. So it's a part of you. 
it's, um, you know, it shapes you, uh, it helps you grow. So, you know, we could think of that lower force density as a horrible place. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to go there, but, um, you know, it, it, if it's a soul agreement, if it's something that somebody wanted to just plain old have an experience with as well, then so be it. Um, I have seen people uh, transition into a higher density and it's, or excuse me, discarnate being transitioned into a higher density. And it's the most beautiful thing to watch. And uh, they even uh, come back and say thank you every once in a while. So it's, it's, it's really, really beautiful to see that. Um, but it has to be their choice when they're ready. Um, I've had people ask if animals end up um, in, uh, in the lower force. I've never seen any animals in that lower force density. Um, my belief is is that they, if that happens, it's quite rare. I don't think uh, any animal really end up there because they are connected to spirit. That includes wild animals as well. Um, so just know that um, I can almost guarantee you that all of your animals are ascended for sure. So um, as far as ascension goes, um, there are different um, levels of frequency that you can go to. And the higher frequency or the higher level that you get to, um, and this, of course, is a choice, um, the more your body is light. And then there is a density where, you know, the body is just pure light. Um, it's, it's really, really amazing. It's really beautiful um, to experience that. I've seen light beings before. So, um, but, um, yeah, so just, just know that you can help your people pass. Um, you can help them. Um, you can take their hand. Um, and ask them what they see. You might be really surprised. It's really beautiful. Um, take their hand. Help them with unfinished business. Remind them that we're all one, that there is no separation. We all come from the same source. We are all connected. Um, and, uh, and just hold their hand through the process. And just know that they're safe. Um, the soul never dies. They actually, you know, once they leave this density and they ascend, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, they don't have the pain, you know. Um, you know, things are a lot easier. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Do we have a caller? Would... Oh, okay. Wonderful. Um, Eric, code 334, you're on with Kelly. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? This is opulence I, I just tuned in so i'm not sure what, what's going on you so greeting <laughs> hi hi how are you i'm good did you have a question about about uh the death and dying process or transitioning um yes do we choose where we're going or is that preordained or we, either way so there are soul agreements that that's, I was just talking about that. That's one aspect of it, but also it's how you feel and your frequency when you're transitioning. 
So if you want to ascend, if you want to go to a, a lighter, you know, easier, <laughs> higher frequency, uh, you want to, number one, forgive. Um, number two, don't be angry, right? Because you're really taking that anger with you doesn't really serve, right? Um, also, uh, any unfinished business, if there's something that you want to finish, and I always say, do it now. Don't wait until you're dying. Because you never know. We have no idea how long we're going to live or, or live in this density. Um, but um, that is the way to ascend, to have, you know, a much more pleasant experience once you leave your body. Die with a smile on your face, basically. That's bringing to mind uh, one of my soul sisters who um, who transitioned, and I wasn't able to be there, but she planned her time to go, and she had been working on herself quite a bit. Um, I used to know uh, how much she needed to forgive. She, she got rid of it all, and that would be wonderful. I hope that for her. Um, but she she actually had people there with her, and she had like a ceremony, and then she decided to to leave, which I think was so was so beautiful. Um, it's bringing tears to my eyes the fact that she was able to to do that. And was it a natural? Was it a natural death? As far as what was she? Had she been sick, or, or is that what you're asking me? Yeah. She had been diagnosed with cancer. Who's to say if she really had it or not? That's my opinion. But she bought into it. And she went through um, chemo, and then she went to some healing center and and um, so on and so forth. So apparently her bo- she had chosen to leave her body. That's what I'm going um, to say. And chosen to leave in that, in, in that beautiful way that she chose to to leave. They they said it was you know they said it was a beautiful thing to witness, and she okay she did come back to me a couple of times to tell me that when she said it's not time now, it's not time now. This was about five six years ago, <laughs> but she, she said but when you're ready, I have a place for you. Uh, I oh, have that's beautiful. So she came to see you. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. you know, that's it. That, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So people who take their own life, you know, I, I, you know, I heard this when I was young. I always would say, hear people say, well, they go to hell. That is not the case. Um, that is not always the case. I mean, I think, you know, we have many, many, many exit points when we incarnate into this life. We have so many exit points. Um, and then, you know, based on free will, you know, and depending on so many things and so many choices that we make, uh, we may meet up with that exit point or we may not. But if we choose that exit point for ourselves rather than letting it happen naturally, um, that doesn't mean that uh, it's, you know, that, you know, somebody will not ascend. Um, I've seen um, a very good friend of mine committed suicide about 10 years ago and just a few days after I found out he passed he came to visit me and he was happy and peaceful and good 
so it was really, you know, it really made my heart sing to see that he was that he was happy because he was he he really struggled with life. So um, yeah, so that's not always the case. So it sounds like your friend did ascend. That's beautiful. Yes, um, she did, and it made me so just thinking about it because she she popped in just as you were speaking, and uh, you know about it, and. You know, to, for me to speak about that, and something else interesting happened with that as well. She um she had been married, and I don't she she did not take her own life in 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 terms of I'm gonna in terms of like taking something to you know to kill herself, but she mm-hmm. she knew it was her time. Oh, she just knew she, she knew when her exit point was coming. Oh yeah, yeah. People who who are dying slowly, they know. Um, and that's beautiful that she was she was aware of that she had that that awareness that's amazing that's absolutely amazing yes. yeah so also, death is I, not the I, end I, it's just the beginning <laughs> really I agree I agree it's it's a process but one other thing in re, no two things you said complete unfinished business and that's like. There's always going to be some unfinished business, so maybe you would elaborate on that because it will never finish everything. But the other thing is, in regards to her, she um, I haven't heard from her in, in those kind of ways since. She still comes because she's here with me now as I'm speaking. But she was married, and she I kept getting messages from her to tell her husband, you know, she loved him and she was looking out for him and so on and so forth. And I would email him and, and text or whatever, and let him know. And one day he replied. This was like three years afterwards. She um, she left some things here for you, and then she never came back to give me any messages for him. She wanted to make sure that he let me know that he had that she had left me some things. Mm. Mm. Well, awesome. Did you get them? I didn't. I didn't. Um, oh. They live. They live far away. I. I got the. I got the spirit of what the fact that she wanted me to have some things, and she was a, a fabulous artisan, and and um. So it was probably it was probably some of her creations. No, I haven't. I haven't heard from him. I haven't connected to him. But I'm all right with that because just that she left me some things is you know that was enough. The thought. The thought. Of, yeah. Yeah, of that. And she knows like, sure that he right. Go ahead. Oh, my apologies. You go ahead and finish. But she made sure that he got the message about her um, love for him and her looking out, you know, protecting him and and helping him from the other side enough so that he finally delivered the message that he was supposed to give. To me, you know, years prior to him finally doing it, so she yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting. So very often, um, people will, um, after they pass, um, they will stay at uh, a frequency that's not too far off of ours. Uh, you know, when they ascend, so they can um, stay close. 
but when I talk about unfinished business, so I have experienced a few discarnate spirits, people who were stuck in that lower astral, that lower fourth density, or I say stuck, they're not stuck, they put themselves there, but people who were in that lower fourth density who um, are looking for a loved one, right, because they have a message, or um, or they they you know they wanted to make amends with a family member um so what i mean by unfinished business something that's if something is really grating on you um relating to anything um uh you know maybe someone you you had a relationship with years before and it doesn't matter however you reach out um and it doesn't matter how the other person um you know, how they behave with this information when you reach out. It doesn't matter. The point is is that you've reached out, and you've reached out with love. So do it with love. Um, and, uh, you know, because those things can keep you here. So let me give you an example. So when my my fiancé died in a skydiving accident, and um, I got a phone call and from a friend, um, who said that, told me what happened and said that he was being resuscitated. And I asked my friend how long have they been resuscitating him, and he finally told me he didn't want to, uh, 20 minutes. And I knew, I knew he wasn't coming back. I could feel him in the in-between, and I could feel him deciding, should I stay, should I go, should I stay, should I go, should I stay, should I go. And I could feel this attachment to me, to this life, because it was a sudden death, right? He was unexpected. He wasn't really expecting to go anywhere. And um, so um, as, as messed up as I was at that time, I called a very good friend of mine who I would consider my psychic mentor, my friend Mary. And I called her and I asked her to, to help him ascend because I knew he wasn't coming back. He, if he came back, he wouldn't be whole. He would have been a vegetable. Um, but, um, so, but I knew he wasn't. So I called her and I asked her if she could help him ascend. And so she did. And that to me was my greatest joy to know that, you know, he ascended and, um, he didn't get stuck or he didn't decide to try to stick around and, and hold all those stressful negative emotions um, and, and, and get stuck or, or transition to that lower astral, basically. I have to stop using that word stuck because it is a choice. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, you know, if people end up there, don't give them pity, right? Just send them love. That is the way to help them ascend. Um, do you have that's, any questions? That's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting that he, but I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing him, you know, flying. He's flying, and then he, mm-hmm. you know, he's gone. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. that's an interesting um, transition. It's not, it's not common for sure. And so he yeah. was in a. I mean, another atmosphere, actually, when he, mm. I don't, you know, exactly how it happened, but I'm seeing him flying, and then Puff, he's, he's, um, he's gone, so 
from my perspective, that it was a beautiful way to leave. I mean, yeah. Yes, it was. And now I always see him off to my left, so I know he's here guiding me now. So, and just know, you know, the day that a person transitions is a soul agreement. It is, you know, and think of it as their real birthday. You know, like I said, you know, death is not the the end. It's just the beginning of something new. Really beautiful. So. I yeah, agree. so die with a smile on your face. Put yourself in a happy, heart-centered place, um, and just know that we're all we're all one. So um, I want to discuss. Oh, so thank you so much for your call. I really appreciate it. Thank you for oh, your quite, insights as well. Thank you for for being there. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so I wanted to. Um, I wanted to discuss um, a, uh, I think I talked about this one when I did my second show, but I want to tell you guys, um, you know, just give you an example of someone who I am sure ascended quite high. Um, So I met this woman many years ago. I used to, I, I was a videographer and I used to film tandem skydives. And I met this woman. She was, you know, on the list. I walked over and I introduced myself to her and I was going to film her tandem skydive. And so when I did an interview with her, she told me that she was there by by herself. She was somewhere between 25 and 30 years old. She was young, very pretty. And she said she wanted to come alone. This is on her bucket list. And she's so excited. And I was so drawn to her, and I could not figure out why. But she was there was something about her energy that was so amazing and beautiful and, and just lovely. Um, and she was so incredibly present. So we did the skydive. It was amazing. Um, she had a lot of fun. And I gave her her video, and I remember she gave me a big hug. And it was just incredible. Um, when she hugged me, I just could feel this love like nothing else and, and this gratitude. And, I, and it just shifted me for the rest of the day. So at the end of the day, I was talking to the tandem instructor about this woman. And he said, yeah, she was amazing. She completely shifted me just, just, just being in her presence. And it just changed my attitude for the rest of the day. And what happened was when they were under the parachute, she told the tandem instructor that she had stage four brain cancer and she only had a few months left to live, according to the doctors. So she was living in the moment and she was just appreciating everything, everything at every moment and everyone in it. And that gratitude was so incredibly powerful. I mean, it, I mean, everyone felt it who was just with her just for a minute. (laughs) And uh, so just imagine that. Imagine, you know, and like I said, don't wait until you're dying. Just imagine that frequency. You put that frequency out, how many people you can shift and help just by being. And that's what she did before she passed. Um, she, She was absolutely amazing, this woman. And so remember, once energy is created, it can never be destroyed. So just imagine that powerful frequency of gratitude that she was carrying 
And, you know, when I talk about it, I feel like I'm pulling that frequency back in. Like I can feel that day. And that was 20 years ago for me. It was so amazing. So never forget the effect that you have on others. Um, So, yeah. So just be aware of that when you're not happy (laughs) or if you're angry. Um, Nicole, is there anybody else, any other callers or anybody online with a question? Uh, we just had an email from Janet, no location mentioned, but um, asking for steps on how to uh, increase her frequency. Increase your frequency. Okay. So, yeah, think of any of um, stress, trauma, um, or actually let's talk about emotion instead. So, Anger, frustration, all of these are are lower frequencies. But you know, we live in a free in, in a density of duality. Duality is part of our physicality. So it's just part of who we are. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves, number one. But how to increase your frequency? Have gratitude for everything that you have number one, that that old Buddhist uh, philosophy of Nada Brahma, being happy with everything you have at this moment, and then everything flows. Um, Just, I think, having compassion for people who really aren't on your page or maybe someone who is difficult to get along with, just having compassion for who they are. Um, Gosh, raising your frequency, just just trying to tra- just transmute any negative energies. You know, when you're lying in bed, before you go to bed, um, just say, I transmute any and all, you know, lower or negative energies, uh, thoughts, emotions, or words uh, that I've had in this day. I transmute them to the highest vibration of love and light. Uh, put yourself in that heart-centered space. Um, you know, do things. That, that help help you become heart-centered, whatever that is. Um, you know, I always say anything that, that um, uh, you know, wakes up that right brain will always put you in a higher frequency, like music, playing an instrument, um, even a drum. It doesn't matter what it is, a crystal bowl, uh, anything at all, or a brass bowl. Uh, singing bowl, um, tuning forks, anything, uh, painting, getting outside, um, you know, playing, you know, uh, any kind of sports outside, you know, right now where I am, there's a lot of snow, so skiing, um, you know, any way that you can get that right brain, um, just wake up that right brain. Um, all right. So it looks like we're getting close. Where are we at, Nicole? Oh, we have 10 minutes. Oh, no, four minutes? Five minutes. <laughs> Five, Five minutes. minutes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Main takeaways, wrapping up, and that kind of thing would be about now. Yeah, takeaways. Okay. So for your loved ones who are who are slowly transitioning out of this life. Like if you know someone who's ill and you know, you know, essentially they're they're they will transition soon, um, help them. Um, give them this information. Help them. Um, just let them know that there's nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. 
um, it's just the beginning of something really beautiful. And, um, you know, if there is a lot of anger or resentment in their life, clear that up, transmute that energy, because uh, if they want to ascend, that is the best way to always clear that stuff up. Uh, All that, of course, quote-unquote, unfinished business, um, but like I said, don't wait until you're dying. Do it now. Um, and like I said, just hold their hand and just be there with them. Um, as they're transitioning, they will see um, that that they will realize this, um, that you're just a frequency going into another frequency. <laughs> um, and then so I will mention I'm doing a Zoom, uh, a free Zoom session. And I think, Nicole, I gave you that information with the Zoom link on December 7th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, And it's a free Zoom chat all about this. It's going to be 90 minutes. And in the last 30 minutes, you'll have time um, to ask questions. So um, any questions there, Nicole, at all? We'll get that posted up on your profile so people can find it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Just know when someone passes, this is one more thing I'm going to say before I hang up. Just know when someone passes, um, a death is for the people who are left behind. Um, The person leaving, the person transitioning, they're Mm -hmm. going to be fine. Um, so really, the lesson is for the people left behind. So, you know, make it work for you. Grieve in a healthy way. No drugs, no alcohol. Grieve in a healthy way, you know. Find someone to talk to for sure. And, uh, yeah, and let it transform you because it will. Just be patient. Time is a healer. <laughs> All, All right. right. And that's it. Well, thanks for being here today, Kelly. Looking forward to next time. And uh, Kelly is all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. We'll post that link there as well for the free Zoom um, event. We're back with more right after this. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. You're listening to News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio... From the uplifting to the unexplained since January 1997. We began our 25th year in broadcasting in January 2022 and we're just getting started. Exploring the edge of human consciousness and possibility on planet Earth with founder and journalist Nicole Marie Whitney at the helm. What's really real and what's really possible? That is what we want to know. Join us at newsforthesoul.com. Newsforthesoul.com. 